Nobody asked, but I'm concerned about the next phase and the overall state of the MCU, which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Ant-Man um, came out over the weekend. I haven't watched it yet. Um, we had planned to, but plans fell through and other plans came up, so we just haven't watched it yet. And to be completely honest, I've been kind of on like a Marvel overload uh, Disney Plus was a huge part of that with everything that was coming out from Marvel and the Disney Plus world. And it just felt very, very overly saturated. And it felt like it felt like it was too much where like before Disney Plus came onto the scene and Marvel started releasing shows on Disney Plus, um, it like it was always a real big treat. There was a lot of anticipation. Um to watch an MCU movie because you know how it tied in and you wanted to see where things would go and all of these different things. And it's kind of dissipated and dwindled for me personally. I imagine for a lot of people too, where there's so much of it. And at the same time, you know, with the movies, when you knew you were getting a movie every now and then, um, even if it wasn't great, you still lived with it. But when you're getting multiple shows where you feel like this isn't that great, it kind of makes you... It kind of makes you lose your interest. And it, it kind of pulls you out of what sucked you into it. And that's kind of how I felt <coughs> with certain aspects of the shows and though like I do like a good majority of what's been put out in terms of like MCU Disney plus shows. Um, like I loved moon Knight. Uh, Loki was great. Um, I enjoyed Hawkeye. I didn't think it was the most amazing, but I enjoyed Hawkeye. I, I enjoyed Miss Marvel, but they were kind of like, man, I didn't really go back to rewatch them too often. Um, if at all, um, Having extra content doesn't hurt, and you can do a lot more because you have the ability to go movies and shows. It's just, I, I've just found that over the time, since the end of the original Avengers run with Endgame, I really struggled to really devote myself as much as I had before. I do not care as much um, as I did. And actually that's, um, that's mostly on, um, what is it called? The, I really started to lose my, my, my attention with it and my care after Spider-Man No Way Home, because I was extremely hyped in since Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home, I think was the best thing that Marvel has released for the MCU, both show and movie. Um, and, you know, they had so much expectations going into that. They had so much that could have gone wrong, and I thought they knocked it out of the park. That being said, you know, with Ant-Man, having yet to watch it, I'm not going to, you know, really talk too much about it. But, you know, early reviews and things have been very less than favorable, um, especially when you consider that they compare it to, 
Eternals, which was also um, some uh, MCU film that had a lot of hype that got ultimately flamed. And it's unfortunate because I know like people love Paul Rudd. I fucking love Paul Rudd. Um, people love Scott Lang in the Ant-Man movies and how he's part of that. So you wonder, like, why is it all going wrong? What is the issue? And I can't really speak about that until I get to that point of having seen the film. Um, but there are growing concerns. Are we at a point where we're, we as an audience who have spent over 10 years involved and invested in this franchise, have seen so much, have just grown a little too tired of how oversaturated it is? Or do we have a problem with the formulas? Marvel movies aren't doing great, um, especially for older, more established crap, crap. Uh, cast members and characters outside of that Spider-Man movie with No Way Home. <coughs> Their trilogy ended well, very well, when in my opinion, each film got better. Thor's has been problematic. One, the original Thor was fine. Thor 2, not great. Ragnarok, amazing. Best Thor film, one of my favorite um, Marvel films is part of the MC as a whole and love and thunder. I think they tried to just fully repeat the success of Ragnarok. And that was its downfall. You, and with Ant-Man, you know, Ant-Man, um, and the wasp was kind of a bit more of the same. Um, as the first Ant-Man. So you wondered if maybe the issue is they kind of tried to do the same thing with overall tone and the jokes. <coughs> and maybe maybe part of the issue, too, is maybe Ant-Man Scott Lang does better away from just being part of the Ant-Man cast. Um, because you love him, and but I, I find him very, very, very interesting to watch outside of Ant-Man as well. Um, as in Endgame, as in um, Infinity War, interacting with the other members of the Avengers or the MCU is just fascinating to watch this guy who comes from criminal backgrounds um, and, and by no means is like a genius or anything special in terms of like certain aspects of him. Like obviously he's very agile, he's a thief, he's creative, he's cunning, he's just so damn charming. But he's also extremely critical in what he does and what he did in making, you know, Endgame uh, possible with the Quantum Realm and all that. And maybe we're at a point where some of these characters who have been around for a while, we probably need to stop having them be reliant on what worked and need to go outside of the box. Because with Thor, what really worked was then they took him out of being so serious and all that in Thor 1 and Thor 2. And then maybe they went too far with that. Um, so the Thor, I think they need to find that balance better. With Ant-Man, maybe he's best without the Wasp and the rest of that cast. But who knows? I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say. But I wonder if that's part of it. You know, when we see... Maybe it, it's not the worst idea, or wasn't the worst thing that Cap and... Iron Man found their end because if they continue to be around, we don't want to see the same old thing, which is 
kind of what happens or like this revolving door or revolving door i guess of you know the same situations come back around as you sometimes see with comics sometimes it's better to give them their end and while i love chris hemsworth maybe maybe it might be time to start looking towards the end especially when you consider his real life and you know what might be going on with him and his family and his health maybe we may look to wrap up thor's um thor's role in this all sooner than later um but yeah, maybe the issues are that just the MCU needs to find a way to reground itself. Maybe it needs to be less MCU, Disney Plus, and all that, so that we're not overly saturated, so that we've come to care. Um, you know, people talked about maybe, uh, you know, Captain America's Civil War wasn't going to be as great as we wanted it to be because it lacked the larger grand scale of what the comic book civil war was, but could we have supported that? It's hard to know because it's hard to manage all of these different shows and really feel like I care. <coughs> really feel as invested. I was, as I was back in the first three phases, phase four was kind of an afterthought phase five doesn't seem to be going that well outside. Like I said, outside of Spider-Man and some shows I'm, concerned i'm very concerned about how much steam is left because they need a way to revitalize and they want an ant-man to push things right does not seem like it and that is a huge concern black i forgot black panther i didn't even you know and i forgot there's shang chi and black panther and i forgot how much i like those movies i love shang chi the representation the fight choreography the way it was done and the the great decisions they made to culturally change things so they weren't racist um, or fantastic. But the last two, but since Endgame, things have been so like forgettable that I forgot about Shang-Chi, which was one of my favorite um, Marvel films simply because of the representation and also just they did so many things to improve upon such a like fucked up story around like the Mandarin and all that. And I thought it improved it for the better. Um, and I am one of those people who doesn't mind changing things from the comics because I don't want to read the comics in live. I don't want to watch live action comics. I want new interpretations. There are so many stories. That's just why the multiverse is such a great idea because there's probably your version of, you know, each of these characters that exists out there, it just hasn't been written or shown. And the MCU is another version of that. Um, but yeah, I will say I do. Um, I do feel bad because I forgot about Shang-Chi and that's like phase four was forgettable in a lot of, in, in a lot of ways. And partially because there was so much happening in phase four that like, how am I supposed to remember that? Was it phase four? Now I gotta like look it up. Um, Marvel MCU Phase Four. Which one is Phase Four? Um, is there a timeline here? <clears throat> yeah, films: Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, No Way Home. There were Doctor Strange. I actually really enjoyed Doctor Strange too. Yeah, see, like all of these different things that were part of Phase Four, I completely forgot. 
Um, and in television, I forgot about WandaVision. And I loved WandaVision. Um, and then you even forgot, I totally forgot about um, Werewolf by Night and the Guardians of the Galaxy special, which were great. I thought Werewolf by Night was actually shockingly um, under the radar and how good I enjoyed it and the homages it paid to the genres it was representing. I, I loved Werewolf by Night. But that's why I'm saying when you look at all the different things that came out for the MCU's phase four, let's see, it's kind of, so that's two television specials. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight series and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 17 total different things, part of MCU's phase four. Um, with films, television specials, and Disney Plus shows. That's a lot. That is a lot of hours. That is a lot of content and media to, to um, remember and invest in. And as you are hearing, I r- forgot a large part of the films. Um, I forgot some of the show content. So how am I supposed to care so much if I can't even remember it? And it's not for a lack of trying. It's just over this period of time, this overly saturated market of MCU, just it makes me hard. It makes it really hard for me to remember it all, except for the ones that apparently really struck a chord with me or really connected with me, such as No Way Home, which is the one that I associate with most, and Loki. Those are probably the two that I really don't forget. Um, I also, Moon Knight, because I thought the way it handled a lot of its, um, themes were really, really well done. Um, especially when you consider mental health, abuse, and those kinds of things as well. Um, yeah. So it's hard. It's hard. How do you stay invested when there's too much to invest in? And I worry about that with the MCU, um, and this next phase. Um, I think they have something really good going for them in Jonathan Majors as King, I think he's a perfect villain. I think he's a wonderful actor to play not just one villain, but multiple iterations of a villain and trying to find a way to make them all matter. That being said, like I, I do worry because there are going to be issues, and clearly there are. Do we really need to revamp the existing characters a bit more and pull them out of the comfort zones maybe we need to rethink the sequel strategy around marvel and how we write them because sequels have not always been great iron man didn't get better with its sequels unfortunately they got better when you can uh you when you took iron man out of his own movies and put him with the rest of the characters because you really got to see the best it wasn't iron man it was tony stark that made him more compelling captain america is a little different but he had a lot more crossovers in his films so there's a difference there too but in my opinion well winter soldier was the best captain america film but you know uh civil war wasn't bad by all means um uh guardians one guardians two uh i actually like guardians two more but i no, most people would make the argument that Guardian Ones was far better, but there wasn't a decline. There wasn't like a significant decline where you're like, Guardians 2 was awful comparatively. And let's hope James Gunn, um, you know, I believe he will bring that to a great tra- uh, ending and I hope it does well. But you worry 
the, the more sequels each individual characters or groups get, you worry about the decline because it's there and it is apparent. Four Thors has shown four Thors and only one really great film out of it, right? That's not good. Um, Ant-Man, this is the third one, two. Now you're wondering, like, is three going to be better? We, we, who knows? Uh, Spider-Man got lucky with that. So it's just you worry about the sequels. Is Black Panther 2 better than Black Panther 1? No. But it's hard to judge Black Panther 2 because we don't know what it was going to be. And you cannot fill the void that is the loss of Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa. I thought they did a very great job in Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever. I thought they did. It's beautiful in a lot of ways. I love what they did with Namor and his people. I thought it was culturally way better than the Namor of the comics. Loved it. But at the end of it, you know, it you, you still don't know. You don't know what it was going to be like um, if we got the sequel we all thought was going to happen if um, Chadwick Boseman was still here. But it was still very good for what it does, and it changes the landscape of things going forward, definitely. Um, the birth of the mutants, right? Birth of the mutants and new Black Panther and a new direction for Wakanda as uh, as a whole under Winston's Duke's um, Mbaku. Um, it still feels like they're in this weird age of transition with MCU. And I think it, things need to get tightened up a bit. Um, I think we they should adopt a less is more approach and a willingness to recognize what succeeded for existing characters, but knowing that you can't do the same trick over and over again. Um, because that's not going to be enough. Not when it's been over 10 years. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'll definitely have something more to say when we actually do watch the film. I don't know when that will be, but um, hopefully sooner than later. But as I can tell you right now, we are in no ways pushing to be like, we got to go watch it. So it really could be a little bit of time. Um, I mean, we still haven't watched Avatar. And I, at this rate, um, we're going to watch Avatar if it just shows up somewhere at home. Um, that's never, I don't think that's going to happen with MCU films as a whole, but you know, for Ant-Man, it could be like that. Cause we are definitely not, um, jumping at the bit to head to a theater right now.